Ahoy hoy! Hi everybody. Hi, welcome to the Escalator to Nowhere, a Simpsons podcast with Robert and Caitlin. I'm Robert. I'm Caitlin. And I am a seasoned Simpsons fan. And I'm learning. Yes, you are. But we have made it all the way through season one, and we are now ready to begin our conquering of season two. I'm pretty much an expert now, so. I, you know what? I think <laughs> I think you know an awful lot about the show. Uh, yeah. So, but uh I, I gotta say there's more there's more to learn always oh yeah there's plenty i mean yeah this is a never-ending uh, yeah never-ending cycle right yeah but uh you know the thing is is that uh this episode uh which by the way is season two episode one bart gets an f yes uh i i remember watching this episode but i couldn't tell you the last time i i did i have never seen it i remember certain lines from it um but we're going to get to all that here in just a little bit. So, so let me extend a hearty, hearty, hearty welcome and thanks for listening. Uh, especially if you are a first timer, welcome to the first episode of season two. Yeah, we got a sh- we have shout outs. We sure do. We have three shout outs. It's all the same shout out. Uh-huh. So we are hosted on podbean.com. And one of the things that Podbean will do for us is that they will let us know where the download was made. So we have a lot of downloads in the U.S. We have a lot of downloads in England and Australia. Thanks, everybody, for listening. But our very special shout-outs today go to the single download that we have in Spain. Mm -hmm. So to you, we say, hola. Uh, And, and of course, uh, there was a single download in Germany. So to you, we say, guten Guten Tag. Tag. And then finally, the uh, we have a single download of our podcast in the Czech Republic. Y'all, y'all, get ready. Because if you do not know, the informer, informal greeting, the equivalent to our hi uh, in English in Czech is ahoy. But it's, you didn't, did you see how it was spelled earlier when I was looking it up? I, is, is it, what is it? A-H-O-J. A-H-O-J, yeah. Yeah. And, and the, and the accent, uh, from what the lady that we were, we watched a video about this, uh, it's very clearly is on the front. So it's not ahoy, it's ahoy. Yeah. But I still thought that was very funny. Yeah. So hello to all of you. Thank you for listening. Yes. And we are going to kick things off here in season two in our usual fashion with Caitlin giving us specs. Yes. So season two, episode one, Bart gets an F, production code 7F03. I uh, have to change my brain a little bit to go to the 7F. Right. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So we were in 7G. So season two is 7F for the production code. I did look this up. I didn't Mm -hmm. understand exactly what the production codes meant, Uh but apparently it was something done by all Fox shows in the same format, um, just as a way of identifying the shows, which seasons being produced and whatnot. Oh, okay. So, um, 7F is season two. Super. Um, originally aired October 11th, 1990. Uh Uh-huh. 1990. Eight days after my birthday. (laughs) (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Um, written by David M. Stern and directed by, did I get that right? Sorry, y'all. Directed by David Silverman. David Silverman. Okay. I, I thought I got his name wrong for some reason. So David M. Stern and David Silverman. 
Awesome. Yep. So I'm going to read the synopsis here. Uh, I'm reading this from the Simpsons wiki on simpsons.fandom.com. We'll provide a link to that in the show notes if you would like to check it out for yourself. It's a very simple synopsis. One sentence. Bart is told by Mrs. Krabappel that his grades are slipping and he may have to repeat fourth grade if he fails another test. Wow. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Let's, that is a... That is something that um, was always a threatening thing mm-hmm. in my life as a child. Yep. Like, don't get held back. Mm-hmm. But never really had a... I never I was a bad enough student <laughs> to be, like, to even be threatened of being held back, so... Yeah, I, I actually uh, when I was when I was young, uh, there were some talks about bumping me forward a grade. Yeah, when I was oh, you're in so elementary smart. school. Yeah, very smart. We had a couple kids that did get held back. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, but I don't really remember them. Any situation in which I have ever been involved in that kind of deal, where like a kid was going to be held back for a grade, it was always a voluntary holding back okay like i i guess that the 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 kid could have advanced to the next grade whatever it was going to be but the general thought was you know you need to catch up (laughs) you know it's going to be you know even farther ahead you'll get yeah i think i think in our system it was like a maturity thing if the kid was very immature maybe Mm -hmm. a bit younger yeah what was the cutoff the birthday cutoff for you guys like September. Yeah, it was late in the year. Yeah, so like I'm right on the cusp of of that. So I actually was held back a year before I started school. Oh, Um, yeah, I guess Like the way my birthday falls, it's it's very close. So really, I could have gone a year earlier, but I didn't. Mm -hmm. That's fine. I turned out okay, I think. (laughs) Everything turned out fine. Yeah. (laughs) We're good. (laughs) Yeah, so uh, anyway, uh, let's start on the intro yeah the opening credits the opening credits so they opened up and looked more or less the same at the at the beginning i was looking to see if we had the mountainous springfield yeah so, so the but but yes it does pretty much look the same mm-hmm. but it's way more refined yeah oh, well yeah the animation overall in this episode is way better yeah, I, was, I was gonna than, bring that up later on yeah uh-huh. yeah so uh but there are a few uh Differences between this opening sequence and this, the credits from season one. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of them have to do with colors, like the color of the sky and whatever, and different angles of the camera. Um, two major differences that are pointed out on the wiki are that the guy that was eating the sandwich <laughs> behind Homer yeah, yeah. is no longer there. He's oh. replaced by Mr. Burns and Smithers. Oh, I, I did not notice. I didn't notice that either. Uh the um when homer throws the rod outside of the window it doesn't like bounce mm-hmm. the bart doesn't go by the bus stop he doesn't steal the bus stop sign anymore instead he goes he does like in front of the store and then he kind of like weaves back and forth between helen lovejoy mo bleeding gums murphy apu barney chief wiggum and jacques Oh, so I, they all. Look- I, I, I I was trying to see who he was weaving between, but I did not see Jock. I, I, I didn't either. Um, Jock, not Jock. Jock. <laughs> um, and then Lisa's bike sequence is replaced by a zoom over townspeople instead of Lisa like 
you know, driving down the road with her banjo writing, case. Yeah, I was writing. I was writing down the uh, the bus stop. There's yeah. no bus stop uh, when, uh, and I missed Lisa, so I wasn't sure. If yeah, she still- so she's she's still she's still on her bike, but they replaced the banjo case with the saxophone. Mm. Again, raw dogging all over town because the saxophone's not in a case. Put it in a case, Lisa. Those things are expensive. <laughs> exactly. And then um, the last thing that I'll mention is that the TV is now bluish purple and it has a VCR and an antenna. Uh, oh. At the end when they bluish show, like, purple, you say? Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> so th- those are those are some of the big differences. Have we pointed out that Bart is left-handed on here before? No. Uh, because have not noticed that he, he writing on the chalkboard. I don't know if it's in the opening sequence, but in this show, he writes several times, and every time he writes, he writes with his left hand. Interesting. I, I don't, I haven't noticed that. And I was trying to think if we had mentioned that before, but I think the only other time we've seen him in a classroom setting mm-hmm. is Bart the Genius. Like, uh, like where, yeah. where it plays a major role within the storyline of the episode. Mm hmm. Um, and I don't remember that time, uh, if he was left-handed or not. Oh yeah. I don't know. And if we mentioned it or not, because guess what guys, we don't go back and listen to these. Oh, maybe, maybe you don't. I listened to these like four times. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, Cause you edit (laughs) and then, you know, we have to get the pictures. So I end up listening to it at least once before it's uploaded. And then I normally listen to it when it's uploaded, Uh but I haven't listened to Bart. (laughs) Part oh. the genius. Oh, you mean since you didn't go back? And, it. You, you didn't go back and listen to the first couple episodes and just see how much better we are. No. <laughs> Leave a comment about how much better we are now, everybody. You can do it on our Instagram at Escalator <laughs> to Nowhere Pod. Also on Twitter by this, uh, by Esk to Nowhere Pod. Ahoy! Do you hear that? Please go leave us a comment. <laughs> ahoy, ahoy! Ahoy! Sorry, sorry, ahoy. sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay. So uh, we we begin the episode. We open up and uh, we are in the classroom setting yes. where Martin mm-hmm. is delivering a book report. We yes. actually hear uh, Mrs. Krabappel before we see anything. We hear Mrs. Krabappel mm-hmm. say, Bart, no more interruptions of Martin's book report. Yeah. Uh, I kind of got the impression that maybe that was an added line later on uh, just because they felt like they needed some yeah, sort like of Yeah, like some emphasis on, on Bart's misbehavior yeah, and like so, his just general like disposition as a troublemaker uh-huh. yeah uh and then <laughs> we see martin and it says something about on the chalkboard of like an evening of ernest hemingway hemingway with martin prince uh-huh. and he is reenacting the old man in the sea that's right <laughs> so he's dressed up he's dressed up yeah. uh as, beard yeah he's dressed up as, as a captain fishing pole yep and all uh did you did you read old man in the sea i sure did not you, really I don't think I did. Oh. If I did, I did it just so I could have an excuse to watch the movie, which starred Spencer Tracy. I, I had no idea. I think idea it was made was in movie. the 30s. <laughs> yeah, it, it's old. But um, yeah, I like Hemingway. Mm-hmm. The Sun Also Rises is a great book. Mm-hmm. Um, I have not read that. They're good. For Whom the Bell Tells, good books. I like his style of writing because he's not song? very. Probably. For Whom the Bell Tells. Okay. The marches home. <laughs> I think Rock Hudson's in For Whom the Bell Tolls movie. Oh, wow. Yeah. Fancy. Yeah. Uh, so uh, it, Martin is delivering his book report. He mm-hmm. wraps up. And then, of course, uh, we it's have time, time for, for Bart. one more student. And obviously, Mrs. K calls on Bart, who is doing a report on Treasure, Treasure Island. Island. Yes. yes. 
I've never read Treasure Island either. Uh, I don't think that I have. No, no. When, see, when I was in school, I went to a Christian school mm-hmm. from 6th to 12th grade. So we had a lot of Christian books that we were <laughs> that we were required to read uh, to include things by like like we had to read uh we had to read like a separate piece we had to read we had we did have to read when i was in sixth grade we were assigned to read the hobbit um and the only reason we got the only reason they did that was because of the christian undertones of the lord of the Rings series but um we uh i remember jason what about when you were bart's age when you were in elementary school when i was in elementary school i don't remember being assigned to read anything really yeah i'm sure we were assigned to read something but we had to read bridge to terabithia in fourth grade in fifth grade oh fourth grade in fourth grade we read is it agamemnon (laughs) did we read the play no the one where there's like the townspeople are so afraid of this monster that lives that lives on top of the mountain that Are you talking about Beowulf? No. <laughs> uh I I don't remember what, what it was called, but uh-huh. it was like a book where the whole town was so afraid of this monster and the monster would like make noise mm-hmm. a lot and then right. like come to find out some kids go up the mountain and it's just a like hot spring. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> making noises oh i don't know i'll have to look it up but um are you sure you didn't read the how the grinch stole christmas yeah. <laughs> yes i am um you know i was scared of the grinch uh, yeah i know which is why i wonder if you got a reference that was made later in the show oh i don't remember there was there was a definitely definitely a dr seuss reference later later in, the in episode. this episode yep in this episode maybe when you point it out i'll be like oh yeah of course uh-huh. um shit what was up uh, anyway there was like we read that. We read. There was another one about a French man who lived under a bridge. <laughs> what? My point is, my point is, is in fourth grade, I was uh-huh. not reading Hemingway or Robert Louis, Louis Stevenson for uh-huh. that matter. Apparently you were reading about homeless people in France. <laughs> I, I remember my first book report. Okay. Which is very ironic given what I do now. Uh-huh. We had to pick a biography. Okay. And the biography I chose was a biography of Paul Revere. Oh. And my book report consisted of me creating a life-size cutout of Paul Revere and like painting it mm-hmm. and giving the class a report about his life. So did you do that or did your mom help you? <laughs> I mean, I had help. Uh-huh. But I I I remember painting that thing. It was tall. It was really big. <laughs> um anyway, See, like when I was, see, like when I was in school, when we did like science fair projects and all that, like I, I, you, I was definitely the kid who walked in, and it was obvious that I had done it myself. Yeah, <laughs> that, yeah. That like uh, the the you brought in your Star Wars action figures with, <laughs> in the original packaging, pr- pretty much. Okay. Yep. Uh, I I um I I know that like I was the one who. Um, you know the old uh, science fair boards, like the double fold side, big standing uh, uh, foam boards. You know, yeah, like the the trifold things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, like mine always looked like <laughs> mine always looked like a kid had done it. You know, I I, uh-huh. don't, I don't have like uh, for those of you listening at home, you you may or may not know me in person, uh, and if you don't know me in person, or even if you do, you might not know that I just don't have any artistic capability. I can't draw worth any 
uh, worth anything. Uh, That's not so. true. You're, you actually have a very cool stylized way of drawing. <laughs> oh. I've played telestrations with you. I oh. know. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I do enjoy playing telestrations, but the reason I enjoy it is because I feel like I'm a bad drawer. Oh, <laughs> well. So. Nobody's a good drawer in telestrations. Uh, this is true. Uh, anyway, that is just to say that uh, we are in the classroom setting, and uh, as a result, uh, Bart is called for to deliver his project or his book report on Treasure Island, where he is very clearly just describing what he sees on the cover of the book. Exactly. Yeah. Um, real quick, one of the books we read, the one I mentioned that took place in Paris, is called The Family Under the Bridge. Okay. Which was published in 1958. <laughs> Hmm. Oh, okay. <laughs> sounds sounds very relatable to children in, it, yeah. in fourth grade. Well, I in remember Tidewater, like Virginia. the te- like the way the teacher taught it. She, uh, if you're listening, hi, Mrs. Lippincott. Um, <laughs> she's not listening. Mrs. Lippincott. Yeah. <laughs> what What is the etymology etymology on that name? Uh, she's from Jersey. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm not sure. Wait, New Jersey. Yeah. Oh, okay. Not like Jersey Island. No, not oh, Jersey okay. no, no. Um, the way, I, the, but the reason I remember that is because, as a part of this unit in this book, she, we also learned a lot about France and French culture, uh-huh. and we had these little um, notebooks that she gave us that had like Toulouse, Toulouse, Toulouse Lautrec drawings on the covers, and we had to like do all our little writing in these like little French notebooks. Uh-huh. Then you had to add antifreeze into your wine. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, yeah. Then she made a stomp grapes. <laughs> they, and they put you into child labor yeah, camp exactly. where you stomped it exactly. on the grapes. Well, anyways, that's, that's what I remember. That's a flashback. That, mm-hmm. That's probably why I really like French art now. But anyway, uh, moving on. Wait, French art in terms of what? Like late 19th like, century Impressionism. Oh, yeah. I like Impressionism, too. Yeah. Surratt. Queenalism, all that kind of oh, stuff. Oh, I know you like Surratt. I do like Surratt. She's going to get a tattoo of that Sunday in the park. Oh, my God. <laughs> Can you imagine how bad that would hurt? <laughs> you have to use, that, would, that would definitely be like a back piece. In the style of Toulouse Lautrec. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> ow, 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 ow. Not, not Toulouse Lautrec. George Surratt is uh, Sunday, uh, Sunday on the Grand Jet. He did. So, yeah. And, you know, for clarification, when you mean in, in the style, like he did it by dots, right? He did dots of painting. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's like. I'm going to get it wrong because I am not an art historian. I just like the style, but it's like kind of the impressionistic pointillism mm-hmm. genre uh-huh. around that, you know, took off around that time. Uh, speaking of high art, um, when uh, Bart fails his book report, <laughs> we get cut, we cut back to the Simpson household because, well, we, we don't cut quite back because it's made known that he has a, a big colonial history test the next day. Yeah. Um, and he, uh, it, you know, he, he's got to do better. Yeah. Um, but uh, he he's back at the house watching Itchy and Scratchy with Lisa. This is where the high art comes in. And we see what I think is what you're furling your brow. What? Oh, he goes to the arcade after school. Oh, right. Because right, he's right. playing Escape from Grandma's House. Yes, that's right. Which looked awful. <laughs> he's like shooting the grandma and the killer mothballs. I thought for a second that maybe it was like a Red Riding Hood game where like grandma was actually the wolf when he uh, shot her with a yeah, shotgun. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah. So like he goes to the arcade for a hot sec and then he comes home mm-hmm. and they're getting, the family's getting ready to eat dinner. 
Because uh-huh. Marge is like, hurry up, go eat dinner before the soup gets a skin on it. <laughs> I don't, yeah, Homer apparently doesn't like the soup skin, but I ain't got no problem with soup skin. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I'll pull the soup skin off the top and eat just that. <laughs> mm. I normally mix it in, Dep- <laughs> depending on what kind of soup it is. You know what else I don't do? I don't skim the foam off the top of soups. Like every video, if you ever watch like cooking videos, they're like, yeah. skim the foam off the top. No way. Oh. I worked hard to get that flavor in there. I guess I don't, I don't make enough soup to know that that's an issue. I do generally make the soup in the house. You do. You do. (laughs) So they eat dinner. um, And at dinner, Lisa announces that she got an A on her vocabulary test. (laughs) Oh, but before we go to dinner, what I was saying is that we is that we saw a more complete itchy and scratchy cartoon. Oh, yes, yes, yes. This is the high art I was referring to. Yes. Oh, it, uh, it, yeah. And I didn't like make a mental note because we, we learned that Bart has this, uh, this test in American colonial, colonial history. Mm-hmm. And we go to an itchy and scratchy cartoon that has the guillotine. And I said, yes, that is not colonial America, it's but not. it sure is shit. Revolutionary France. <laughs> it, 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 it is. And, 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 you know, it's, so, it's pseudo era, right? Yeah. <laughs> 1790s versus yeah. 1770s. But, yeah. um, we, so we, it, you know, in this uh, itchy and scratchy cartoon, we don't just get uh, itchy getting, or excuse me, scratchy getting his head cut off by the yeah. guillotine. We also have itchy come over and stick a di- piece of dynamite in his mouth or his eye, one of the two. Yeah, to add insult to injury. Yeah, and uh, what I wrote down here, uh, and I think we've kind of touched on this on the podcast before, but when I was a little kid, I did not understand what itchy and scratchy was. Like we've I, mentioned it before. Yeah. Like you didn't you didn't understand that it's supposed to be like a incredibly violent version of Tom and Jerry. It's it's sat, it's satire yeah. on the violence of cartoons is what it is. Yeah. And so like as a kid I would watch these itchy and scratchy cartoons and I really wanted them to be funny. Right, but they're but not. They're not funny. Yeah. They're they're in, in, intentionally not funny, right? right. They, uh, they're just extremely violent and then of course in a very Simpsons way everyone just reacts with outlandish laughter right in, in the moment so anyways uh, uh that's to say i don't think i don't know if we saw a title to this itchy and scratchy uh if we cartoon. did i did not take note but uh at any rate we definitely saw a more complete cartoon so mm-hmm. uh, marge says come on in get soup before the skin gets on lisa announces at the so gross <laughs> at the dinner table that she got an a uh-huh and homer is so proud of her and it, i i thought for a second that it sounded almost like homer was being sarcastic in his response he was so over the top in his uh in his response to her uh that it, it, it i thought for a second it was you know again sarcastic but it wasn't he he took the paper and was going to put it onto the fridge and he actually uh, as he approaches the fridge, the thing, the whole thing is covered in Lisa's yeah. A's. Yeah, and the only thing that's on there from Bart is like from preschool or it something. Looks like, it's a drawing yeah. of a cat. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and Homer puts the paper over Bart's yeah. cat <laughs> from yeah, preschool, exactly. which tells us right up front that Bart does not, uh, rather, does not very often come across an A on his graded papers. Right, exactly. Exactly. So after that, the kids, it's like the next morning and the kids are going to school. No, well, no, 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 because Bart, oh. Bart's got to study. Oh, Bart's got to study. He's, yeah, he's got to study. And he, he says it several times, i got to study. But uh, he then, uh, 
he then you know, gets dragged into the t- uh, the living room with Homer uh, to watch this ape movie. <laughs> this, oh, like, that's right. This, yeah, it's it's not King Kong, but it's it's a play on King yeah, Kong. Yeah, it's like the late night movie or whatever. And Homer and Mart Bart says, "Well, maybe one more hour." Uh, okay, okay, okay. And eventually, he says, "I really got to go study." And so he goes upstairs. He cracks open the book. And do you remember what he was studying? Plymouth. Plymouth. <laughs> Throw Plymouth in the trash. Uh, just so that everyone is aware. Plymouth Rock is not the first American settlement. It, it is not. <laughs> it's, and it's, it was not. Well. It's, it's not. It's not even like. It's not even the first permanent settlement. No. The first permanent <laughs> settlement in British North America is at Jamestown. Yeah. Just a few miles from where we are right now. But only now. because the colonists in Roanoke got wiped out. Well, yeah. But that was in <laughs> North Carolina. So. Yeah. Croatoan. <laughs> that's my response. Yeah, but that's the new world. I mean, the new world. But it's not permanent. No, it's not because they get wiped out. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Jamestown, sixteen oh seven. Look it up. And uh, so you know, just just sort of quick math for you. That's thirteen years before 13 Plymouth Rock. Thirteen years, a whole decade, Baby. almost a half. Let's also be very clear that the first Thanksgiving did not take fit place. In, in New England. Yeah, fuck that noise. <laughs> <laughs> Read a book, That peasants. took place, again, just a couple of miles from where we are yeah, right now. Exactly. In Virginia. So. Thank you. Anyway, Bart was studying uh, colonial history and uh, was studying the uh, the crossing on the Mayflower. The Yeah, the Mayflower. Sorry. Yeah. I, got, I got crossed with um, the Nina Pinta and Santa Maria oh, for yeah. a second. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> no. So, so um a little peep into my life. I used to work at Jamestown and um, there, there are replica ships, three replica ships, mm-hmm. the Susan Constant, the Godspeed and the Discovery. Uh-huh. And I had more than one person come up and ask me where the Nina, the Pinta and the Santa Maria were. <laughs> y'all, I'm like, I, oh boy. Y'all, I work in revolutionary Virginia history. I cannot tell you how many people have, have, it's happened several it's times. It's really over the bad. Years where somebody has come up and said, "So, are you for the North or for the South?" Oh boy! Uh, and it, you know, on these days, all you can do is just like say to yourself, "This is why I'm here. Yeah, like, I'm here to talk about this to these folks." You know, like this might seem like a really dumb question, but if someone who is a nuclear physicist were to come in here, I'd right. be like, "So, which one's the atom?" Right. Exactly. <laughs> right? Yeah. So. so it's it's an educational thing. So now you're listening to our podcast. You're learning. So stuff uh-huh. and you're not gonna say that plymouth rock was the first settlement in north america by the british yeah because it was at jamestown that's right so now did they did most of them die at jamestown within the first like three years yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> did they do a good job not, not really not particularly no did a pretty bad job no, no. but 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 it's it survived it, massachusetts <laughs> Sorry, this is this is one thing that really this sticks in Caitlin's gets craw. Apparently, my goat. It gets my goat. <laughs> well, why don't we stop talking about it then? So we're, okay. we're going to move along in the episode here. Uh, and the next morning, Bart. Uh, well, Homer and Homer and Marge walk up and see Bart has fallen asleep yeah. on his books, and they make a remark to each other, um, basically saying, you know. Look, he's trying so hard. And then why does like, he keep he, having why is he having so much trouble? Yeah, why does he keep failing? Yeah. And 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 Homer says maybe he's just a little dim. But like 
not as a joke. He's, he says this in a very endearing parenting like yeah. way. He just says, maybe he's just a little bit. Yeah. Did you ever and, get in trouble because of your grades? Never. Like, was ever that ever something that worried no. you? I got in trouble if I got a B. <laughs> okay. I don't know if you know. I graduated summa cum laude. I know you did. Okay. I know you did. But, like, I didn't know. I, like, as a kid, oh, no, no. if you were ever... Actually, that's not true. I got in trouble one... It was on, on one report card when I was, I don't know, elementary school sometime. And for whatever reason, I had a bad two weeks. <laughs> uh-huh. For whatever it was. And uh, I brought my report card in for my parents' signature... Did you get report cards every two weeks? Whenever we got them, whatever this. Every nine weeks. At least that's what ours were. Oh, I don't know. Okay. No, this was a shorter, this was a shorter period. Okay. Um, For this particular one, because I brought it, it may have been like a weekly report or something. Mm. Anyway, I brought it home and it was, it was not good. And it was mostly behavioral. I guess I was talking a lot and (laughs) all that. Chatty Kathy Uh, over here. uh Uh-huh. And anyway, um, I showed it to father and he was like, mm, you know what this means? I was like, uh-huh. Like we had this mutual understanding that I was going to get a spanking. And then he was like, he was like, all right. And oh, so no. I was like, no. Cause you got a B? No, this was not a B. Oh no, God. no, no. No, no. When I say this, this were, this was an elementary report card. Oh, okay. So I, I you got, got a minus a, instead of a plus or something. No, I got used, baby. Oh, we had we had we had satisfactory. Yeah, and then we had. Oh, we talked about this before. Yeah, and then S S was satisfactory. Needs and improvement. In and even improvement. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then U was that. Anyways, I had a whole bunch of U's. Oh, and I think also like the teacher wrote like. Robert has been disrupted, <laughs> something like that. And so I got us, and by spanking, I mean I got popped on my butt. But right, you, uh, I made a huge production. I remember, like, like making a huge production, you like going down the hallway, being over dramatic <laughs> about it. And um, anyways, no, 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 no. I never got. That's I should clarify. I never got in trouble because I got a B. I did get a from. From yeah, my parents. a raised if, eyebrow, maybe. Yeah if, yeah, if if I got a B, and the the whole reason was because I just normally got A's and right. Uh, Do you remember what class it was in? You you, were, you would get B's. Mm, I think. So like I had this thing when I was in high school, when I was like in ninth and tenth grade, I decided that I was gonna be cool and punk rock, and so like <laughs> I started hanging out with a group of kids, and we called ourselves the Slackers. <laughs> oh, good. And um. And this was, so like, this was like outside of my usual friend group. So you've heard us mention Travis on here before. Travis, me and Travis and Grant were like, were buddies through, through high school. That was like a different sort of, like, that was like my, my close friends click. Uh But anyways, I was hanging out with these cool kids. Like one of them was named Niles. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And they were, they were, uh, they were punk rock kids. And I just wanted to be very. A punk rock kid named Niles. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. And it was very, uh, it was, we were just very cool kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like my grades started to suffer in ninth grade. Uh, and I, I misspoke earlier too. I graduated high school magna cum laude. Uh, is that the highest? No, summa is, oh. is highest. Magna is the middle Second. one. And then cum okay. laude is the, uh, the one I got. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the underachievers <laughs> achievement. 
Mm. Well, I mean, you're not wrong. Um, but the difference for me, like, was when I got into college, uh-huh. I realized, I just, I, I don't remember where I was, but I do remember having the thought. I just realized all of a sudden, I said, man, I'm paying a lot of money to be here. I should probably whip into shape. Yeah. <laughs> and that's when, okay. that's when I, I started curious. rolling in. I did. I will say this, as far as the B is concerned, the one B that sticks out of my mind was that in English, oh, nope. sorry, I hit my pop filter. In English 102, because I took AP English in high school, mm-hmm. in English 102 at my first college, uh-huh. I got a B, and it was because I just didn't want to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I, just mm-hmm. didn't want, I just didn't want to do the class. Yeah, I had a similar experience. A lot of my gen eds in college, I did not do great mm-hmm. in. I was just doing them to fulfill the requirement. Yep. And I got I got a C in anthropology. A C? I did. Oh, man. I would I have did. died in college if I had gotten a C. I got a C, and it was it was the situation like this. I was I was trying really hard, oh, yeah. but it just did not sink into my brain, yeah. and it was it was really tough for me. You want to hear about the worst B I ever got? Uh oh. Go ahead. It was for tap two. <laughs> I, I would have gotten so, an A plus plus. I was so fucking mad about it too. Let me tell you something. <laughs> this was in college. This was in college. Yeah, this was in college. I was a theater major, guys. And so I took. I didn't have to take tap, but uh-huh. I took tap one and tap two uh-huh. because I wanted to be better at it. Okay. And I took this tap two class, and like the head of the dance department was my instructor, mm-hmm. nice guy, but. I, I got A's on every test and I took the final and here's the thing, right? I'm not a great tab dancer. I've never been a great tab dancer. I know that, but they were grading it on like my improvement okay. like th- right through Like, and so I was getting better. I just wasn't never really very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and at the end of the semester, he was like, he was like, I just can't, he's like, I just can't give you an A. And I was like, but I've gotten A's on everything mm-hmm. in the That's class. That's not how this works, bro. And he was like, I, he was, he was like, he was like, I'm giving you a B. And I was just like, <gasps> rude. And I was just like, I have almost a perfect GPA. <laughs> this is, <sighs> this is an ancillary class. Like, right. It's an, it's an elective. That's the what word. What a dick. And I was just like, are you kidding me? Yeah. And so... I did not graduate college with a 4.0, and the reason was because of English 101 and tap two. two. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I I did not do as well in college as I did in high school. Um, But you you know who does well in school, in elementary school? Lisa. Well, Lisa does, yes. But I'm thinking more to the point of Martin. Martin does. And apparently Sherry and Terry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Mar- let's get back on to the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, er, er, we, oh, there, there we, she goes. We diverted. Uh, if Bar- you're new here, that that's uh, me driving the car back on course. <laughs> <laughs> Very convincing. Yeah. <laughs> we have these little buttons on this uh, recorder. We should do a little. I wonder. What, I'm going to push one now. I don't know if that's doing anything. Uh, no, it's just blinking. Okay. I think Stop. we have to program it. <laughs> oh, we do have to program it. I think Uh-oh. you just started it again. <laughs> Shit. What did I do? Uh, oh, well. 
There you go. Okay. Okay. Anyways, uh, that being said, Bart wakes up the next morning and he has not adequately prepared for this exam. No. So he gets onto the bus. He's like, hey, Otto, can you please crash this bus? <laughs> and Otto says, ooh, sorry, no can do. But yeah, but he's like, maybe you'll get lucky. <laughs> <laughs> and so Bart's can, like. Can we? Otto's just stoned out of his mind, like all the time right oh yeah okay. yeah speaking of metallica earlier uh auto loves metallica oh, okay um not that that is uh a prerequisite for enjoying metallica being high i mean right on, on mar- marijuana 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 um okay um but uh bart has formulated a plan right yeah and his plan is okay i'm just gonna sit next to somebody very smart mm-hmm. and get answers from them before mm-hmm. i go in but but before he even sits down sherry and terry are like He's he's gonna come to us to try to get answers from this test, mm-hmm. and with their twin power, mm-hmm. they decide that they're gonna give him all the wrong answers. Yep. So he asks them various questions. I don't remember. Uh, I, he asks where where did they land in in reference to yeah. the uh, Mayflower landing? Sunny Acapulco. Acapulco. Yeah. Um, I can't remember the other questions, but the answers were wrong. That they wildly gave. wrong. Yes. And as Bart is getting off of the bus, we have. A reintroduction to Martin. Now we've yeah. we met Bart. Uh, we met Martin uh, in Bart the Genius. Yeah, but we've also seen him already when he was giving his book report. Yes. The, oh, sorry. That's right. You're yeah. right. Um, but but Martin is there. Here, I wrote down Martin is much more Martin in oh, this episode yes, yes. than uh, than in the first season mm-hmm. uh, because he's smart and he's wimpy. He's not aggressive with Bart. No. But he does. Uh, he does, I think, take pity on Bart here because mm-hmm. Sherry and Terry, he, he heard Sherry and Terry give him really, really bad mm-hmm. answers. And he approaches him and in a very brainiac, cerebral uh, vocabulary, says to Bart that they gave you the wrong answers. Mm-hmm. And uh, so Bart knows walking into this test that... Yeah, he's screwed. He's, he's screwed. Yeah. Um, yeah. Never mind, that comes up later. Uh, yeah, so he goes into the classroom and they are, they start taking the test, mm-hmm. and then he decides he's going to pretend to be ill. Right? Yeah, yeah, he's got to do something, right? So, so he goes to the nurse's. So office. his stomach office. starts to hurt. Yeah, and he walks into the nurse's. He does this classic thing where, like, he's like, oh, like very painfully walking out of the classroom, gets halfway down the hall and does a little airplane loop. Yeah, just like doop a doop a doop, and then oh, back yeah, into once it. Once he gets to the nurse's office, so he gets sent home, mm-hmm. and after, <laughs> like, clearly the nurse does not know what she is doing because she's like looking in this diagnostic book and she's like. Does your stomach hurt? Yes. Do your arms hurt? Yeah, both of them. Are you losing your vision? Yeah. Who said yeah. that? Yeah, who said that? Like, yeah. Uh, did you notice what she was doing when he walked into the nurse's office? No. She was picking up tongue depressors off the floor. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I did not notice that. So uh, Bart gets sent home, and Marge is waiting on him hand and foot. He's got his little bell. Yeah, ding, ding, ding. Probably the same bell Homer had in that other one. The very same. Wrath. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, and anyway, uh, Bart eventually talks to Milhouse, asks what he missed at school, and asks what Milhouse got <laughs> on the answers that he got the on the test. The answers on the test, yeah. In, in number, numeric order. He says, what'd you get for number one? What'd you get for number two? Yeah, he and gets, so, he gets, um, he calls Milhouse. That's how he's uh-huh. communicating with him. And then he hangs up the phone, 
And he's like, okay, got the answers. Hangs up the phone. So this this actually really sets us up for what I think might have been the that funniest was the best joke. joke. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. But but there's a couple of other things between this uh-huh. moment and the next. Okay. And, and the and the funny joke. Okay. Um, hold on. <laughs> Would you like to uh, tell us one or two of those things? <laughs> I am stone cold sober. <laughs> I have completely forgotten see, what I was going to say. See, this is what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. See, see, I've done a couple of podcasts in the past, y'all, and I always recommend that some that everybody have a beer before yeah, they get... Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I, I totally forgot where I was going with that. So he calls Millhouse. Oh, March comes in. He rings the bell. March comes in and asks uh-huh. him like a question, and he, he t- basically tells her, I would like more ice cream. Uh-huh. And then he... And, and can you bring the TV up? Mm-hmm. And Marge is like, oh, okay, that's your third bowl. You must be feeling better. And then she yells down at Homer, who is watching the, the ape movie yes, again. he's watching the ape movie You know again. what it is. Yes. It's the 1970s version of King Kong. Oh, the one where he and Kong Jessica Lange f- are going to bang? Yeah. <laughs> King Kong that fucks. Yo, have you ever <laughs> seen the 1970 version of King Kong? It's weird. Yeah. It's very crazy. It's weird. But it makes me sad because it reminds me of Harambe. Anyway. R.I.P. <laughs> Hashtag dicks out. Dicks out for Harambe. But Siri, no, hang on. We got to talk about this for a second Uh-oh. because like there is some weird shit going on. <laughs> they like that, fall in love with each other. We are going to, we like, all right, we get it. Like in the original version, right? Beauty, it's beauty that killed the beast. That's a famous line. That's the famous line from King Kong. Uh, and of it's course, it's 1976. 76. The, yeah. So it's the bicentennial. Great. Wait, Happy wait. birthday, America! <laughs> <laughs> Watch Jessica Lange fuck this monkey. This, this is this is your this gigantic ape. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, um, look, we we all get it. Like the whole thing is, is that the uh, the King Kong takes a shine to the the lady the leading lady the female it's Faye Ray in the original one isn't it yeah how do I know that anyway I don't know um, that being said good job though in in 1976 they took this to a like it's a, very a, weird a weird level it's very weird so we are gonna find a really good image for the Instagram for you to check out that is a huge okay I'm gonna show this to you that is a huge what that, oh that is oh okay <laughs> that, that is a huge gorilla yes it is yeah they're yeah, not that a, big in real life yeah I thought, um, you, I thought you were gonna say something else. that, that is, is a huge, huge dick oh um, no. I was gonna say banana <laughs> That is a big banana. Listen, you know I'm not that nuanced. Um, I <laughs> did you ever ride the King Kong ride at mm. Universal Studios? I've never been to Universal. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, we gotta go. Um, that was a fun ride. But the one thing that I remember the most was reading the description of it before riding it. And speaking of <laughs> elementary <is> school, <laughs> sorry. Go ahead. Are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> uh, before I re- rode the ride, I read the description of it in the little, you know, park guide or whatever. And I remember them using the phrase, feel his hot banana breath. No! <laughs> yes. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. Okay. His hot banana breath. I remember it. <laughs> but why? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, that's gross. But also, they don't eat bananas. Let's be very clear. That, that that giant gorilla would be way too big to eat a banana yeah. or even a bunch of bananas. Yeah. That would be like me sufficing on like individual grains of rice. <laughs> yeah. That's, <laughs> that's a good analogy. Doesn't, 
doesn't stand a reason. Yeah. Oh my god, I love gorillas, guys. They're my, I love them. They're I her spirit they're very, animal. I think they're very cool. That's kind of an appropriation thing to say, but yeah, like the essence of a gorilla is something I aspire to be. <laughs> like, so we went. We we mentioned that we went on our honeymoon. We went to Tampa. Uh-huh. because we wanted to go to bush gardens down in tampa uh-huh. we live close to the bush gardens that's in um, virginia and we went and they had an enclosure with gorillas in it and there was just a bunch of gorillas just laying around and they were being so lazy and it was very funny and cool and i was like they're very relaxed i want to be like them she's uh, for someone who just shouted out giant gorilla dick a minute ago <laughs> She's really softballing this. <laughs> this one gorilla was like laying spread eagle like yeah, out in she, front of us. It, that, she was having a great day. And she day. gave zero fucks yeah. about who was checking That's out true. her That's her, true. Her gorilla she was just kind of like, like lolling around. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, all that to say is that Homer is watching the gorilla movie on the TV. Oh, is that how we got on the Yes. <laughs> took me a minute to remember why we were doing this to get the tv up to bart yes so she goes, marge goes homer bart's getting his sight back he wants to watch tv in yes. the bedroom so i guess homer like lugs this huge ass tv up the stairs and mm-hmm. puts it in bart's room moving on oh that's a blank page she just turned this page and it was totally yeah blank. <laughs> so and then we and then we go to the school again uh-huh we meet our good friend the psychologist psychiatrist uh dr j lauren Pryor. right but he but bart has to fail the test first oh shit i did not write anything about that down well this is where we get the great joke uh, because it, we i'm have, sorry everyone we have we have set it up that bart has gotten the answers to the test from, from millhouse yeah individually so he's, he's yeah. obviously staying after school to take the test so he, to make he up shows up he takes he takes the test she grades it and she delivers uh, miss mrs Karapal, i mean yeah. grades it and she goes this is worse than the test for Millhouse. <laughs> yeah, this is worse than Millhouse's <laughs> test. So then you're like, oh no. So then Bart has failed this test, mm-hmm. and now we get the parent-teacher conference. Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. So Dr. J. Lauren Pryor's coming in, and um, you know, talks about Bart being an underachiever and whatnot, and uh, they ask Bart why why he's struggling, uh-huh. and I don't really remember what he says. You're going to have to help me out here. So basically what it comes down to is they're, they, in a very accusatory way, are yeah. asking Bart, what's wrong with you? Yeah. Why are you struggling? All this. And then Bart, I guess, just... Oh, this is when they decide that he may have to repeat the fourth grade. Well, he's, you know, he, he eventually gets to the point where like the it's the last straw, of, and he just blurts out and says, all right, look, why don't we just say it? I know it. You know it. I'm dumb. Yeah. I'm dumb. And... Uh, so this is when we get the uh, we get the utterance, the first utterance of him having to repeat the yeah. fourth grade. Yeah. And so he, he that kind of freaks him out a little bit. Well, yeah, yeah. He gets, he, he's a little shaken, and um, he gets on the bus to go home, I guess, or the next morning. Well, yeah. So you know, when 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 he's shaken, he he says, "I can do better. I promise, yeah. I can do better. I'll do better. You'll see. You'll yeah. see." Uh huh. Yeah. So he's he's like motivated now, right? And so he's eventually on the bus again, and he's talking to Otto, and he's like, "Yeah, Otto. Like, if I fail this test, 
I'm going to have to, I'm going to be held back. And Otto's like, oh, hey, it's fine. I got held back twice. Mm-hmm. And look at me. Yeah, and look I at me. Drive <laughs> I drive bus. the school bus. Yeah, which is very funny. There's, yeah, it, it, to, to really put the button on that joke, there's like this just long enough pause of Bart just staring at Otto. Yeah, there's no and then response. He's like, okay. he just, <laughs> just then like, he just goes, sits, goes and sits down. Uh, <laughs> 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 so, anyway, Bart has got to study he's he's, yeah. he's got to study but he in the same way maybe one more one more hour or one more mm-hmm. episode and eventually we get to where he has to go back and crack the books he he tries to study he's not doing well yeah. he's he's daydreaming yes oh that's right yeah. yes we get this yes because i wrote this down he daydreams that he is in the constitution or excuse me the in the in the continental congress no not this one there's two there's two dream sequences in this oh, okay. in this episode so this one is um it's kind of like a flash forward and we mm-hmm. see Miss Krabappel and she's real, real old. And then like, she's talking about world literature right? and she calls on Bart for some reason. And it cuts to Bart and he's like an adult in uh-huh. this classroom full his, of fourth his, graders. His normally full spiky hair has part of it missing to yeah. indicate that he is balding. Yeah. <laughs> so he, so he's in the class and then like <clears throat> at one point she calls on Bart Jr. So not only is he in this fourth grade class, his son is also in this fourth grade class uh-huh. indicating, you know, that he's just been held back for, for, uh, forever. Right. So, um, then we go to the playground or outside and Martin's reading under the tree and that this is when Bart, and Martin agree to kind of help each other out, right? Oh, uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> okay, we'll just roll with it. That's Sorry if we're getting this all a little bit mixed up, everybody. But, um, yeah, so when we first meet Martin, he's reading under the tree outside. And when we see him again, kind uh-huh. of as like a, a secondary character, I guess, in this episode, he's also reading under the tree. So he... Uh, he Bart and- approaches him. Yeah, Bart approaches him and asks him to help him mm-hmm. because Martin's smart. Right. And in this sequence, Martin mentions his award-winning dioramas, which I thought was funny. Mm-hmm. Um, diorama? What's a diorama? <laughs> <laughs> you bring your, your Star My Wars. My Star Wars figures. Story. All right, we already mentioned that once. Uh-huh. But anyway, uh, so uh, Bart asks Martin to help, and they kind of come to this agreement where Martin's going to help Bart study mm-hmm. and, and and pass his test but bart in turn is gonna help toughen martin up a bit uh-huh but but martin is skeptical of this because uh he thinks that he's pretty cool he thinks he's very popular martin thinks he's his, yeah. his, of himself yeah but uh, but you know bart just kind of wants to help him be not that like not as nerdy as he actually is well, what he does is he proves it to Martin, right? Yeah. He's, uh, he, he says, allow me to demonstrate, and then pushes Martin down, and all the kids laugh, laugh. at Martin. Yeah. And Martin gets up and starts to deliver this pseudo-soliloquy about like how he thought he was always very cool, and Bart says, I'll show you again, and pushes him down uh-huh. again, and all the kids laugh again. And this yeah. is when they meet their, make their agreement. Yes, they make their agreement, mm-hmm. and um, you know, it kind of cuts to like... Uh, it's not really a montage, but like they go over to the house and Bart's desk is a mess mm-hmm. and you know, Martin helps him clean it up. Mm-hmm. Bart 
oh, he takes like the frilly basket off of Martin's yes. bike. <laughs> yes, yeah. he's showing him how to do tricks on the bike, yeah. and then he, cu- he he rides over to Martin where we see him for the first time on his basket with his little flower it's basket. Got flowers, <laughs> and yeah. it's like pink, and you know, just not not a cool thing for a guy to a, a cool dude to have. Uh-huh. Um, there's a couple other things, but like. Martin helps. I can only imagine that like Marge is thrilled that Martin's coming over because like Bart's room we've already established is a mess. Yes. In a couple of episodes, so Homer's trick back is doing much better yeah. now that Bart has cleaned up. Yeah. His hat. So uh, stuff like that. Um, then finally we get to a point where uh, <laughs> like, the boys in the they're in the schoolyard. The yeah. conclusion of this pseudo montage. Yeah, um, and then uh, Martin. Like Martin comes out and he's like, I feel alive. Yeah. He's, so yeah. He, the, the, they, the person is unnamed here, but they say they push a bully into the girl's lavatory. That's what Martin says. There. I thought, it, I thought they said a boy, a boy into oh, the girl's lavatory oh, 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 could have been both. I mean, both make sense. Oh yeah. I, I, I did think that. I thought I, I did think they said bully, but boy also makes sense. Y'all just so you know, both the cat and the dog are running around. That's all the jingling <laughs> that you're hearing. So. Sorry, everybody. Anyway, um, and Martin is absolutely exhilarated. Yeah. So he, uh, he's what a time to be alive. Yes. He's he's Moon never pie. done anything like that. We and saw moon pies today at the store. We did. Uh, did I say that to you when we saw them or did I just think it? You must have just thought it. But, I just thought it. Uh, but we did say and we also saw the uh, alcoholic um, moon pie beer. N- no, the, oh. uh, the the freezy pops, the popsicles, alcoholic oh, yeah, popsicles yeah. that were $20 on clearance for $20. Don't think so. Nine Dunka. No. That's for our single German listener. How <laughs> <laughs> was that? Pretty good. Yeah? No bueno. No gracias. <laughs> That's for our Spanish. That's listener. for our Sp- I don't know how to say that in Czech. I'm sorry. Uh, no. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Just <either>. like this. <laughs> Shaking yeah, your head. Yes. <laughs> no, thank you. So, anyways, Bart says to Martin, because Martin is now cool. He's one of the guys. He says, okay, now we need to study. And Martin is just far too... Yeah, he's, uh, he's high on, like... He is. On life. He got them. He got them hormones going. Oh, cranking. So, uh, Martin runs off to the uh, arcade with the fellas, Lewis mm-hmm. and Richard, Richard and Milhouse. And Bart is left to his own devices to study for this test. So, he goes home to study. Mm-hmm. And while he's studying, there is the second dream sequence. This is the one I was yes. thinking of. Uh, where, where Bart imagines that he is in the Continental Congress. Uh, and he's sitting in there with several rather non-Simpsons looking um, extras. Uh-huh. Ancillary characters. But uh, did you catch that they misquoted the Declaration of Independence? I did not because I do not have the Declaration of Independence memorized like you do. <laughs> I, I, I do have the Declaration of Independence <laughs> memorized. And uh, anyway, there's the very famous line from the Declaration of Independence. All men are created equal. Yeah. They are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, blah, 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 blah. What they said was something to the effect of all men are created equal and by this equal creation, they are endowed, blah, blah, oh. blah, blah, blah. But that's that's not the line. It's, uh, okay. it's uh, they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights. Okay. Anyways, I well, caught that and I. David Stern, you got some explaining to do, bro. That's right. Uh, <laughs> maybe maybe they thought the mention of the creator was a little preachy for 1990s Simpsons. <laughs> yeah. Wait though. Okay. Okay. The 
Martin, I think I think we skipped over something. Just the way my notes are. Okay. So Martin is feeling alive because they pushed somebody into the bathroom. Right. Um, and then Bart goes home. Uh-huh. And he, he like, hasn't had a chance to study for this test. Uh-huh. And he prays. He gets down on his knees and he's praying to God to to help him. I thought this was I thought that was after this dream sequence. No. Okay. He's praying. Mhm. And uh while he's praying and asking God to help him, mm-hmm. you know, pass this test to do something to delay the test or something, you know, praying for a miracle. Uh-huh. Uh Lisa appears around the corner mm-hmm. and she she you just see her and she goes, "Ah, prayer. The last refuge of a scoundrel." Mhm. And that's then, strong verbiage, Lisa. That's, it it that's, is. That's very strong. That's very strong words. It is. Um, but then Bart goes to sleep. Mm-hmm. And while he's sleeping, we get the hallelujah chorus and snow is falling in Springfield. Uh-huh. And the, uh, Mar- uh, Marge then wakes up Bart and she's like, Bart, Bart, wake up, wake up. And he's like, oh, no, I, I'm going to fail. I'm going to fail. And then look out the window. Mm-hmm. Tons of snow on the ground. Yep. And they go downstairs. They're listening to the radio. Yep. Bill and Marty from KBBL. Bill and Marty, yes. Um, two guys that just can't get enough of each other. I uh-huh. think that's what they say. <laughs> uh-huh. um, and they, they start making the announcements about closures. Right. And they announce that like the waterworks is closed mm-hmm. and such and such is closed. They announce that the, the power plant. The plant, power plant is closed? Yeah, the power plant <laughs> is closed. Mm, okay. And uh, then they announce that the schools are closed. Mm-hmm. Did you hear what they said? The, exactly what they said? They said Springfield County. County. Yes. Yeah. I did notice that. I did notice that. So, um, you know, Bart is pumped. He's like, oh my gosh, thank you, God. Mm-hmm. I've gotten my miracle. Yep. I'm going to go play in the snow. Yep. And then Lisa guilts him into going back upstairs to study. Well, yeah, she, you know, is as harsh as she was, uh, you know the phrase "tough but fair." So mm-hmm. I think last night she was tough, uh-huh. and this morning she was. She's fair. fair. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So and she, then that's when he goes upstairs to start studying, mm-hmm. and that's when the sequence occurs. With oh, the, yeah. But but before yeah. that, before he before we see the dream sequence, Mayor Quimby's out there addressing like everybody in Springfield who is outside. Because yeah, we 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 cut the to the outside with the uh, with everyone. Right, like you said, everybody yeah, is outside much having a perfect day. Yeah, uh, like it is the perfect snow day. Yeah, and and like yeah, he, like even Mayor Quimby says something about like this is the best snow day ever. Yes. Have fun, Springfield, or something like that. Yep. Uh, Did you see who was outside playing with Millhouse? No. It's Martin. Oh, oh yeah, yes, yes, yes. They're mm-hmm. pulling each other on the sleds. The uh, Lisa and Maggie and. Marge are ice skating. Did you see who else was ice skating together? Uh, Skinner and Krabappel. Yeah. Yes. And they were. That was flirty. They were very close. That was very flirty. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, you know, like everybody is outside except for Bart, who is inside studying because he needs to study for this test. This is this is very much Bart of Darkness going on here. Like yes. he's got to get this done. Minus the rear window aspect of it. Oh well. But <laughs> he's still looking outside. We'll talk about watching. that when we get to that episode. Um Yeah, so then we get the the flashback or the yeah, Bart in Philadelphia. In, uh-huh. Yeah. Um so then 
they have to he, go to school. He's got. He's again. well. He can't. He he can't focus. Right. Yeah. So he, he can't focus because everybody else is having fun. Yeah. He's he ends up going down in the basement. He's down there with a candle lit. Uh, and he's, oh, yeah. he's slap. He's like, he's actually he's like chewing on his pencil. He's, yeah, Did you and, notice that? Yes. And he's yeah. trying so hard to focus. Mm-hmm. He's slapping himself. Yeah. And the rest of the family like looks through the window in the basement and they can see him like punching himself in the face. He's, he's really honestly trying. He's trying. And yeah. this is what we get in the good years. Yeah. He's honestly trying. Yeah. And yeah, he's 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 been a turd maybe the whole school year, mm-hmm. but in this instance, he really is doing his best. Yeah. So then um we we go to school. He goes to school again. I guess all the snow melted because Martin's at school in a Hawaiian shirt and flip flops. <laughs> he's very cool now. He's a cool guy. His hair's all slicked back. Yep. Uh, so anyway, the class is taking the test. The kids are filing out. That's mm-hmm. when we see Martin in his Hawaiian shirt. Yep. Um, Bart's the last one left, and Miss Krabappel is like, "Oh, Bart, you know, class is over. It's time to turn in your test." And he's like, "Oh, okay. Can you please grade it right now?" Okay. Before we get to this. Okay. I gotta get. Back to the uh, the snow day sequence okay. because this is where the Dr. Seuss reference was. Oh, okay. When everyone was standing on the ice rink in yeah. a big circle, uh-huh. they started to sing together. Okay. And and I and I and I'm for sure 100 percent that this was a how the Grinch stole Christmas reference because if you notice when someone was trying to come into the circle, remember when they're adding people into the circle, mm-hmm. like four of the characters like swung open like a gate in a totally unnatural fashion mm-hmm. where they just sort of like opened up like a gate and then closed like a gate. Okay. That is a thousand percent the who's down in Whoville Oh singing. yeah, I don't know that reference <laughs> at all. <laughs> Which is why when I came over to the table earlier, I was trying to throw out a hint to see if you caught it. I started going, Bahubore, Bahubore, Spock of Christmas, come this nope. way. No, nope. Again, the Grinch scared me. <laughs> <laughs> you know the first time I heard the Grinch stole Christmas was when I was in grad school. Ever. Really? Yeah. That's the first time? The first time I ever had it read to me. The president used to read it, right? He did, yes. Or still does, I guess, maybe. I don't know if that's No, still... she does. Uh, the new president does something different. Oh, but okay. th- this guy would dress as Santa. He'd come out and he'd, you know, he'd be like, Santa's ear to, ear, uh, beard is itchy, children, and like take off the beard because he didn't want to wear it. Uh-huh. And then he'd read the Grinch, uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. <laughs> it was the first time I'd ever heard it. <laughs> Man. My mama never, used to read that book to me all throughout the all throughout the year. <laughs> Although I will say that the cover of the Grinch, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, is pretty terrifying. Yeah, it is. It is a scary image, yeah. especially if you're a little kid. At yeah. least for me, when I was little, it it's, scared the living shit out of me. I was, scared, I was scared of Santa Claus. Like I did not want anybody coming in my house. <laughs> like no, no, thank you, please. Uh, but he's bringing you presents. I know, but I didn't want him in my house. You know what the greatest gift of all is? Privacy. Leave me alone. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, So So all the the kids have left. Uh Bart is sitting there. He's got to turn it in. And Mm -hmm. he asks Miss Kerbobble if if she can grade it right then on the spot. Yep. And she does. Yes. And he gets a 59. 59. And he starts crying. Uh Uh-huh. And you can tell, like, he's he's genuinely upset. He's so, like, I don't know what to do. I, I really try. I cannot help but think that if you're watching this in 1990, like, you fully expect that he's going to pass the test. Oh, yeah. Like. Oh, I, I did. 
Like, I did now. Oh, even now? Today. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah. Well, and, and, well, the reason I say that is just because, like, you know, we've made reference to, like, How you things know, get... You we, know what? In the first season, he would have passed the test, and that would have been it. That would have been cut to credits. You know what? I bet you're right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I, I buy that. Yeah. I, I buy that wholesale. Oh, can I mention one quick thing about the, the colonial sequence? Okay. Is that it, it gave me major life on the fast lane vibes in terms of how that dream sequence was animated yeah. and how this one was, too. Oh, maybe they should nominate this for an Emmy. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. I haven't looked up which Emmys uh, this one's been nominated I'm, for. So. I'm, I'm, saying, I'm, I'm saying that as a joke, but hey, <laughs> maybe they did. I don't know. I don't know. know. <laughs> We'll see. So anyways, he gets a 59. He starts crying. And you really feel for him because he did try. Yeah. And and then like in his, through his tears, he starts talking about George Washington surrendering Fort Necessity. I'm I'm as disappointed as George Washington was in 1754 Mm -hmm. surrendering to the French at Fort Fort Necessity. Which is a a French and Indian War reference. Yes, it is. Seven Years War, if you're in the... British Isles. If you are, <laughs> if you are anywhere but America, do you know why they call it Seven Years' War in Britain? Because it was longer. Because it lasted seven years here mm. in. It Europe, lasted yeah, longer. In, in or America, shorter? It was, it was longer. It lasted yeah. nine years. Yeah. 1754 to 1763 uh, here in North America. 56 is the year when it's it, it's declared, or when they start fighting Everywhere. all over. In, yeah. yeah. Um, I didn't know 63 was the end date because that's when my master's thesis picks up. Oh, really? Yeah, I did oh. 63 through 1803. So yeah. I could encompass early federal period. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. Uh, so. Would you like to learn more about the Foundling Hospital? <laughs> the Christ, Christ, Christ Hospital? Christ Hospital, not yeah. Foundling Hospital. I'm sorry. Uh, the Foundlings at Christ Hospital? No. No? The Foundling Hospital is a completely different thing than Christ Hospital. Is it? Yes. Oh. The found the Foundling Hospitals founded founded for lack of a better word seventeen thirty four I think and Christ Hospital is fifteen fifty two. They are in very different areas. Well, I am George Friedrich Handel did not have anything to do with Christ Hospital, but Edward the Sixth did. That's what I'm thinking. Of. I'm thinking of the Foundling Museum that I follow yes, on. Yes, that, that I follow is, on Facebook. That is the, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. Foundling Museum no longer is an entity, but it is a museum. Mm-hmm. Christ Hospital still exists. I see. I see. Anyway, <laughs> thank you for sticking with us with that point of clarification. You're welcome for that <laughs> learnings moment. Um, so after Bart, like as Bart is spouting off all these facts, Miss Krabappel is like having a realization. She's like, oh, he, he did actually try. Yeah. And she cracks open the book to make sure that he is correct. Because yeah, apparently she, she doesn't know. Yeah. Which doesn't surprise me, by the way, because no one ever talks about the French and Indian War. And it's the most important war that ever taken place on American soil. It's the reason we are no longer British citizens. Yeah, exactly. Everybody. But she, you know, uh, I don't know about you, but when I was in school, I, it's different for you because you're in this part of the country. Yeah. But where I was down in Atlanta, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. You guys in- started at 1861. And- <laughs> it was not quite like that but but i will say i am pretty sure we spent like a day or two on french and indian my whole fourth grade curriculum was virginia history Mm -hmm. and therefore i learned a lot about this in fairness i also had the equivalent which would have been georgia history Mm -hmm. and georgia is not super active in we're a colony of convicts what's up james oglethorpe we're a buffer between spanish florida and patriotic (laughs) south carolina yes there you go uh and yes i intentionally said patriotic (laughs) in the british british fashion british 
Oh man, we're so close to the end of this episode. Yeah, we I are. bet I bet I literally have one I, note left. I bet if people are listening to this, they're just like, get to the fucking end of the episode. Yeah, they're like, why are you talking? why did you talk so much about your grades? I don't that's, fucking that's, care. That's, that's not true. They care. They cause they love us. Yeah. Don't you? Nine! Don't <laughs> <laughs> Our one German listener. Oh, no. <laughs> well, our one German listener with one German download. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, Miss Krabappel is looking in the book. She's like, okay, okay. She goes, you know what, Bart? This shows that you have applied knowledge. Mm-hmm. Um, so, he basically gets extra credit. She, so, she she says, that's worth one point. Yeah. So, which he gives gets him a 60. 60. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, he got a D minus. Mm-hmm. Not an F. So he does not have she to does attempt back. to console him before he starts splurting this out. And she goes, well, it's a high F. Yeah, yeah she does. <laughs> it she it does. sure is. I, I, I don't know if you noticed this, but this is just to speak to how much better the animation is in this episode. Uh-huh. Because like as he's holding up, because she grades the paper with what she call him? Old red. Old red. Like, it looks yeah. like a Sharpie. Yeah. And you can see where the Sharpies bled through the paper where mm-hmm. she's written. Like, is the quality is definitely. I did better. not say this earlier, but when Bart is praying, mm-hmm. the animation was so. I mean, like. Because he has, like, shadow, you can tell. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, like, they're using light and shadow to express their point, like, to, to add weight to the situation. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I'm. I'm because because I'm colorblind, I can't. I'm not a good lighting designer, but I understand like technique in lighting design, mm-hmm. and like they were utilizing it perfectly. Uh, the, you're right. You're right to say it, and we it should be noted that the difference between the end of season one at some enchanted evening, which by the way, remember was redone. Yeah. And the beginning of season two in terms of animation and frankly in storytelling too. It's very different. It's for the better. Oh, for the better. Yeah. Yeah. And I can only imagine that this has to do with budget and like Fox threw more money out at the show Mm -hmm. at this point. Also, something I did not bring up and something I had asked you about uh, a few days ago um, Fox moved The Simpsons to Thursday nights. For the second season. For the season. second season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it was airing Thursday nights at 8 o'clock. Yeah. Against, do you know what show? Oh, I don't. The Cosby Show. Oh, really? And eventually, in 1992, uh-huh. the Simpsons ratings are so much better than the Cosby Show. Cosby Shows gets canceled. <laughs> <laughs> That's when the Cosby Show ends, is 92. Really? Dang yeah. 92? Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's what it says on the wiki. I... I I can only imagine. I did not know. I, uh, I yeah. because because the Simpsons has been a Sunday night staple for so long. I never mm-hmm. knew that it had, it had been on another night. Yeah, me, watching me it either. on a weeknight just seems weird to me. That's balls out, Fox, to just move that income in. Now you know, uh, it, with full acknowledgement of our modern understanding of, of Bill Cosby and all that, but yeah. like, but I mean, the Cosby Show was a juggernaut. In the early nineties, like yeah, t- that's balls out to put it up well, straight up against it. I'm gonna I'm gonna double check to make sure I got that right. But yeah, like it, so, they put it like right up against. Well, I'm gonna wrap Cosby up the show. wrap up to the end of the episode because in this okay. uh, in this conversation about the better animation, uh, we see something that I would not have expected to see in season one necessarily, and that is so Bart gets the applied knowledge. She gives him the sixty, which is a D minus. He's elated. He runs. Oh, I'm sorry. He says. He uh, 
he's so excited that he kisses Mrs. Krabappel. Yes. And he's running out saying, I passed, I passed, I passed, I passed, I passed. And once he gets outside, he stops and realizes, he goes, I passed, I kiss the teacher. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, I'll, I'll admit I gave... I knew that joke was coming. I remember that line, but I still laughed at it. Uh, but what I was impressed with was that the animation, again, being better, uh, there was still snow on the ground from... Oh, I didn't notice night- that. And not only did snow on the ground, there was snow in the trees. Like, okay. there was still snow out. Yeah. Uh, which, frankly, uh, I don't want to shit all over season one. As we said in the wrap-up, I enjoyed season mm-hmm. one. Uh, but... It's just a step forward, right? Right. Like it's a step forward in continuity in this case. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just was happy to, for whatever reason, it just made me really happy to see that there was still snow on the ground. And that's when we get the ending. I think yeah. you're right. If this was a season one, if this was especially an early season one episode, Bart would have passed, Bart would have passed the test and that would have been the yep. end of it. Um, so real quick, what it says on the wiki, it says that when Fox... Um, chose to show the Simpsons on Thursdays at eight Mm -hmm. against the highly rated NBC sitcom, the Cosby show. Many were expecting there to be a ratings war. Uh Surprisingly, this episode of the Simpsons drew higher ratings in its first airing than the Cosby show. And it would lead to the cancellation of the Cosby show in 1992. I think that's hinging a lot on just this one episode, but I think probably, you know, just as time progresses, the people at NBC are like, eh, maybe we need to not do this the anymore. The Simpsons wiki actually does say here at the top, it says uh, Bart gets an F is the first episode of season two. It is the most viewed episode in Simpsons history. Wow. With over 33 million households watching the premiere. Yeah. So it averaged an 18.4 Nielsen rating um, and a 29% share of the audience. In weekly ratings, it finished tied for eighth behind the Cosby show, which had 18.5. So really not that much of a difference. Mm -hmm. Um, An estimated 33.6 million viewers watched this episode, making it the number one show in terms of the actual viewers that week. At the time, it was the most watched episode in the history of the Fox network. At the time, uh, oh, let's do some little editing here, Wiki. At the time, NBC had 208 television stations, while Fox only had 133. Mm-hmm. It is still the highest rated episode. That's crazy. That is crazy. That's 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 nuts. Yeah, uh, yeah. But I can I can imagine like you are Joe Blow sitting at home. You don't really understand. You never watched Tracy Ullman. Yeah. You don't get it. The first season airs, you don't watch it, but you hear a lot about it. Sure. And uh, you tune in to see what all the fuss is about. In, in an age where you actually have to tune in yeah. at a certain time, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Well, makes makes sense. And hey, maybe people are... Maybe more people are home on Thursday? I, <laughs> maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I know, like, I'll, I'll say this, like, in 1990 in the Deep South, Sunday evening... You, That's church. You're time. going to church. Yeah. Yeah. You go to church on Sunday in the morning and in the evening. Mm-hmm. And that, that's you got to go just... to youth group at night. Mm hmm. But anyway. Uh, Which is probably why I never watched this. I'm just now realizing. Oh. Not only was I not allowed, I just was busy on Sundays. Did we say this? I'm but sure this, that we said this already. Yeah. Caitlin was like, You didn't let me watch The Simpsons talking to her mother a while back. And her mother was like, You were allowed to watch it. That was not true. 
That is not true. Yes, you were. You were allowed to watch it. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I do remember having that exact conversation with her. And I was like, but I want to watch it. It's a cartoon. And she's like, no, it's not. It's it's bad language or something. I don't remember. But... Uh, well, you remember what I said, that very... Uh, the, the very... Um, religious friend of my mother mm-hmm. who would talk about the Simpsons and say, they can't, I can't believe they use that word. And the word was damn mm-hmm. that word. Mm-hmm. Uh, all that yeah. is to say that, um, I just wrote down, this is my last note. I just said, this is a good episode. It is a good episode. This and was a really good episode. S- uh, I do want to cut back real quick. Oh. Uh, so I said that the production code was seven F zero three. Um, you know, indicating that this is the third episode mm-hmm. produced this season. Uh-huh. And the reason that they swapped it around um, was because Bart was so popular. They wanted a Bart-centric episode to kick off the season. Oh. There we go. It's nice to be able to swap them around for, you know, good reasons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or, or, for, or for strategic because reasons. You're, because your yeah. show is so popular, not because your show looks like shit. Yeah. And, you have to, yeah, yeah. Yeah. and your creator threatens to quit. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, this was a good episode I either way. Um, and, ah, man, I, I have to say, like, my favorite episode of the first season was Krusty Gets Busted. I think yours was the same. Mm-hmm. I'd put this on par with that or better. Yeah. Uh, it, it, like, overall, it looked better. They, the, um, and maybe part of it is just that the characters sound so much more familiar. They, mm-hmm. they behave so much more familiar. That I'm sure that's influencing it. But. Well, and I and I think too. And it, as we were watching it, I realized that this again, aside from Bart the Genius, this is really kind of like the first episode where we see like see like Bart's like schooling, and he spends uh-huh. you know like Miss Krabappel. I feel like so many episodes subsequent after oh, this well yeah so the bart kerbopel canon yeah establishment here is is real yeah, and, like and we got a little tiny bit of that in season one but we did not get as much of it as i feel like we're in for we also in this episode we haven't talked about this uh we also get the kerbopel personality mm-hmm. uh, a lot more here yeah uh because when he fails he starts to cry. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to be hell back or whatever he says mm-hmm. there. And she says, I know another year together, it's going to be hell. Yeah. Right? Which must have been scandalous. Yeah. To have not just, not not just have somebody say that, but have mm-hmm. a woman say it yeah. and a, an authority figure teacher. I think Springfield mm-hmm. Elementary is way more fleshed out here. Uh-huh. And, and it, I, I guess it does hearken to those later episodes that are such gems. Mm-hmm. Like the whole Millhouse martin bart situation we don't get we don't get nelson but i I knew you were going to talk about bart on the road if they had put on wigs i would have just been pleased as punch hey if they put on wigs would you shit (laughs) would you shit right here if they had put it put on wigs yes yes i would have uh caitlin and i have started saying that to each other if something if something surprised like what if something so, extra like so we watch a bunch of youtube channels and uh we, we're going on a cruise later this year and so one of the channels we watch is tips for travelers and the guy who does the channel's name is gary bembridge yeah and caitlin says to me he's a very day, popular very popular YouTuber. Yes. but uh caitlin says to me she goes hey what if we got on the cruise and gary bembridge was there would you shit 
So, so, now so it's everything. just been like anything that would be like extra jarring and surprising. Like, we were at would Starbucks. <laughs> we were at Starbucks. And I was like, hey, what if we pull up to this window and the man from and Nate from paging Mr. Morrow, another new YouTube channel. It was was up there. Would you shit? <laughs> if like he was working at Starbucks in Virginia. Yeah, I would. Because yeah. I'd be like, what happened? I would shit. Are you right okay? <laughs> like right in the car. <laughs> so. I, if they had put wigs on in this episode, yes. Would you have shit? I would have shit. <laughs> would you shit? <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay. Well, I think that pretty much uh, wraps things up for us. Anything Anything else? I don't think so. Uh, well, thank you so much for listening to us here on the Escalator to Nowhere. We're excited to be in season two, and we are going to keep on plowing through. <laughs> Rhyming couplets and double entendres intended. Uh, next week, we will be covering Simpson and Delilah. Oh, boy. That's exciting. What? You know who else was in this episode? Who? Patty and Selma. Were they? In the snow day scene. Oh, yes, they were. They were in they a were sleigh. A horse-drawn sleigh. <laughs> uh, y'all, Caitlin bought a couple of packs of Simpson stickers from China, <laughs> and they're such obvious rips. Like, they... <laughs> oh, it's really bad. Like, they're pretty pretty bad. You can you can, uh, you can can really tell, first of all, because Matt Groening's name is on none, none of, of these them. stickers. Uh, but that being said, oh, she Definitely bought these stickers. Definitely not officially uh, licensed. I, I almost feel like we might need to do a bonus episode about some of these because some of these stickers are just way out there. Some of them are like Simpsons versions of Game of Thrones characters. Mm-hmm. Like one of them is the whole family naked. Yeah, it's very weird. <laughs> that one is extra weird. And then some of them are just regular old Simpsons stickers. Yes. One of them is Homer flipping double, you know, flipping double birds. Double birds. Birds. Double birds. Flipping the bird. Uh, Anyways, uh, maybe we'll talk about them in some other episode. Uh, but yeah. all that is to say, uh, I guess I should actually wrap up the show. Yeah. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. If you want to, we would really love it if you do us a favor and hit that subscribe button. Uh, and you really would do us a big favor if you could also rate the podcast the highest rating, uh, wherever you happen to be getting them. We are now available, by the way, on Stitcher. Yeah, baby. Took a little bit of trouble, but thanks to the folks on Rancho Relaxo for helping me uh, get that going. And also, uh, make sure that you're sharing this podcast with a friend. That goes a long way for us, and it really helps us out. In addition to that, you can follow us on our social media. Instagram and Facebook are Escalator to Nowhere Pod, and Twitter is Esk to Nowhere Pod. And if you'd like to send an email we would love to hear from you be sure to send that to escalator to nowhere pod at gmail.com good job thank you you're welcome i feel like i've fallen into a nice groove with that (laughs) so uh that being said uh next episode season one episode two simpson and delilah we are looking forward to getting back with you every week on wednesday morning at 7 42 eastern standard time that's 7 42 a.m yes eastern standard time Until then, I'm Robert. I'm Caitlin. And I am a seasoned Simpsons fan. And I'm learning. And we are looking forward to next time with you as well. So let's cue that music and get out of here. Smell you later.